Good afternoon, church family. I greet you in the name of Jesus Christ. This is Midweek Manna, and I'm glad that you have joined me this day. I'd like to open up with a word of prayer, and then we will get right into uh, a devotion and reflection for us this day. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, O oh God, uh, we're going to be talking about friendship this day. Lord, let us, in this moment of prayer, think about a good friend. Lord, let us put, picture, Lord, their face. Let us picture, Lord, our companionship with them. Lord, the joys that we've had with them, the mountaintop moments, Lord, the valley moments, Lord, the pain that we've shared, the tears that we've shared, Lord, the camaraderie, Lord, what a blessing, what a blessing. Friendship, Lord, friendships that we have, Lord, from childhood to adulthood, Lord, it matters, it's holy, Lord, and what a blessing it is. So, what is your word? teaching us about friendship this day. We will find out. Bless this midweek manna and bless those who watch it. And we ask it in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Well, let me uh, begin this afternoon with a devotion. If you would, just open up your heart and, and receive this manna devotion this day. Come to me for all that you need. Come into my presence with thanksgiving, for thankfulness opens the door to my treasures. When you are thankful, you affirm the central truth that I am good. I am light, in whom there is no darkness at all. The assurance that I am entirely good meets your basic need for security. Your life is not subject to the whims of a sin-stained deity. Relax in the knowledge that the one who controls your life is totally trustworthy. Come to me with confident expectation. There is nothing you need that I cannot provide. And let me give you two scriptures to go along with this reflection. The first being from Psalm 95.2, and the second, 1 John 1.5. 1 John 1.5. So what, one thing I want to make a comment on that, uh, that, that spoke to me, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to go near the end of this devotion. It says this, Relax in the knowledge that the one who controls your life is totally trustworthy. So let, let me just put this on your heart. What's controlling you right now? Is it negative thoughts? Is it something that happened this morning or, or, or yesterday that's just manipulating how God wants you to think and to act this day? What is controlling you in this very moment? And are you allowing what is controlling you uh, to ultimately become an idol that you're worshiping because that's all you're thinking about. That is ultimately controlling the way uh, you think about yourself, think about others, think about God. What is controlling you now? What you need in this moment, if you're not thinking and focusing on Jesus Christ, 
is biblical truth. So that's why I wanted to share Psalm 95 and 1 John with that text. Those thoughts can be cleansed. Those thoughts can ultimately be purged with biblical truth. When you are confronted with something that the enemy wants to attack you with, counterbalance that with the Word of God. Amen and amen. Well, let's talk about friendship this uh, afternoon. Uh, I, I found a, another excellent uh, devotional from In Touch Ministries that I want to, uh, to read uh, about that very thing. Uh, and the title of this is Double Take Friendship. True friendship, no matter the duration, can leave a lasting impact. Amen? Amen. So, each month, two staff writers uh, typically respond to Dr. Stanley's teaching uh, about whatever he is preaching about, uh, a, a particular passage of scripture that he is unpacking through a, a sermon series. So, uh, this one uh, was a, a response to one of his book uh, Bible study sermon series called In Good Company, okay? Uh, let me give you a uh, scripture reference, okay? Several here. Uh, the first comes from 1 Samuel 23, 17. Okay? And let me, let me just kind of unpack this for a moment here, okay? However, the most amazing aspect of Jonathan's last encounter with his friend David was his willingness to take second place. There was never any competition between these two men. Even though one was the natural heir to the throne, and the other God's anointed future king, Jonathan's humility enabled him to accept the Lord's sovereign choice and give up the throne, saying, You will be king over Israel, and I will be next to you. And that last part there comes from 1 Samuel 23, 17. So many friendships have ended because of what? Let me ask you that before I offer some things. Why do friendships ultimately end? Whether in childhood, adulthood, well, here's a few things. Because of pride, because of jealousy, but selfless humility builds up a relationship, does it not? We'd all love to have a faithful friend like Jonathan, right? But we also have a responsibility to become a loyal companion to someone else. Sometimes we forget that a lasting friendship is a mutual effort. Relationships die when one person always does the giving. Marriages like that happen all the time. Although there are seasons when one person may be more on the receiving end, and in a long-term relationship, there needs to be what? Not this, not that, but this, right? A balance. So, a, a couple of thoughts here. 
on this friendship between Jonathan and David. Jonathan's loyalty to David reminds uh, this writer here, uh, responding to this text, reminds this writer a lot of my friend Karen, she says, whom I met in college. She used to visit the campus on the weekends to see her boyfriend, who now is her husband, and would crash in her friend's dorm room. Me on the top bunk and her squished on the love seat. We'd stay up too late talking, she says. We have been close ever since. But maybe three or four years into our friendship, I started acting out, she says. In hindsight, I was lost and grasping at anything for security. But I couldn't articulate that then, right? So common. I was spending time with, as she says, toxic people, staying out late, drinking and doing drugs and so on, and all of it put a strain on the relationship that Carolyn and I shared. Eventually, that season passed, and it became clear to me just how patient and understanding my friend had been the whole time. My own family had judged and treated me differently, but not Carolyn, the writer says. I'm sure she didn't agree with my choices, maybe even worried about them, but nothing, get this, nothing changed between us. She continued to show up to be fully present and understanding. For two turbulent years, she patiently listened all the while trusting I would come around in spite of my questionable decisions. She affirmed my dignity when I couldn't do it myself. So to echo Dr. Stanley, we do have, in quotes, a responsibility to become a loyal companion to someone else, to become, in essence, okay, using this 1 Samuel text, to become a Jonathan for someone else. But for me, it was more than a duty. It had, in fact, become an honor. After having received Carolyn's unconditional love, I want to return that loyalty to her. Even now, as we live hundreds of miles apart and our friendship happens mostly over phone calls, regardless, my goal of faithful support remains. And I'd like to think I'm ready for whatever trials might head her way. The give and take of friendship is unpredictable, but it's real. And I also hope that learning from Carolyn's patience and trust, I can one day become that faithful friend for someone else. So, friendships, give and take. Friendships take patience, they take kindness. Friendships, like any strong marriage, you gotta talk, and you gotta listen, and you gotta talk, and you gotta listen, and you gotta pray, and you gotta bond, and you've gotta talk, and you've got to listen, and you've got to pray. I'll leave you with that. Think about your own friendships. Think about the ways in which you can improve yourself. Think about the ways 
in which you have fallen short. It's something spiritual that you and I need to do each and every day. Friendships matter, and they are important. Thank goodness we have a friend in Jesus. Amen. Let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, O God, we are thankful for our Lord and Savior, for our friend, Christ our Lord, the Son of God, the King of kings. Lord, we are thankful, Lord, for the man named Jesus. Lord, you gave us your Son, our Savior, Lord, so that we can be better, do better, live more like Christ each and every day. Lord, what a friend we have in Jesus. I pray, Lord, that the friend that Jesus is to us, we can emulate that, we can model that, we can reflect that, Lord, with our own friends. Friends, Lord, like marriages, it takes accountability. So I pray that we are giving it all. I pray that we are pouring it all into someone else, Lord, that we're not being stingy, that we're not being prideful, Lord, that we're not, Lord, <clears throat> ultimately living the way that we should not live, but living for you, and that love for you reflects, Lord, and radiates toward and on our friend, our spouse, Lord, our companion. Bless and keep us, Lord, for we know this day, always and forever, that we have a friend in Jesus. Praise be to your name. Amen. Church, you have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining me. Take care, and God bless.